Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 18, the one where we are enough. How are you, Whit? Good. How are you? I'm surviving. Yeah, I shouldn't say good. I shouldn't say good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm good. I'm good, really. Like, really, in the big scheme of life, I'm good. But, like, I feel like I'm just barely above water, breathing, and we're getting by. Me too. I have, like, flotation devices on my ankles, so I'm not drowning. (laughs) <laughs> but definitely in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, should we kick this off with a listener review? Let's get it going. Okay. This is from the Grateful Pig Mom, which, hey, you're just like Kylie. <laughs> I have never related so much to a podcast like I do this one. Just started listening and cannot stop. Thank you for sharing your stories and letting us all know we aren't ever alone in this farm life wife slash mom world. That was a tongue twister. But thank you, Grateful Pig Mom. I think we are the same person. Yes, that was a great one. How you been? Oh, well, last podcast we got on here and we said that we've been so healthy and we've had a great winter and, you know, Rhett got some random virus fever, which really honestly was not that bad. It just was a fever, just kept us inside for a few days. I had the worst cold of my life for a full nine days which is not that long again, but still it felt like every day I'd say tomorrow's going to be a better day. And the next day I would wake up and I'd still feel like a dog turd. So (laughs) Uh, quote, it's okay to not be okay. (laughs) Right. How about you guys? Oh, you know, we were doing pretty good until Friday, uh, actually Thursday hit and then you know what hit the fan. So, uh, Bart got it late sickness. somewhat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had influenza B, but we never went in because, I mean, they're just going to tell you it's influenza B. We didn't get there in time. Camp Tamiflu, yada, yada. So we didn't go. And they're just all now kind of kicking it. Bart went to work today. So that was good. Rowdy's the only one with a touch still, but we're on the tail end of it, which is good. all that matters. Very, very <laughs> good. Yes. We just pray now that we won't get something different because there's so many sicknesses going around like influenza and the stomach flu and viruses and colds and ear infections and strep throat. I mean, it's just, it's that time of year. So we'll just pray that we stay healthy. Agreed. Knocking on wood again, this episode. (laughs) This time though, we're not challenging it. We have been sick. So if it happens, it happens. Right. Listen to us universe. Uh what else has been going on the last two weeks? Um, Valentine's Day. Eh. Yeah, we don't. We didn't do anything. We had a couple beers together. Yeah, we. I cooked supper like I do all the time. Yeah, that really wasn't that romantic, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, my birthday's this weekend, February twenty second. I'll be rolling in at a hot twenty nine. Still the baby. 
So that's coming up. That'll be fun. I don't think we have much planned because next Wednesday, I'm actually going to be traveling to San Antonio to be um, at the Commodity Classic. So if you were there and you were listening, I will be uh, around the Pioneer and the Corteva booths and you can find me or message me throughout that weekend and week and I would be delighted to say hi to you. That's going to be fun for you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's kind of just, I feel like it's been such a whirlwind of events up to this point. I'm actually now starting to absorb and look at my agenda and stuff and I'm really excited. Good. So in lieu of you saying that, this episode we have decided is for us. I have been struggling with just guilt in general and maybe some selfishness. I don't really know. I've wanted to go and do several women in ag things, but with kids, you know how that is. Couldn't find somewhere for them to be while Bart's at work. And so I've just been mentally battling myself the last month. Yeah, it definitely become life becomes so overwhelming and we get to be running so many races with ourselves for our a family, for our businesses that then it's hard to just sit down and take a breath and really like look at every, the big picture and pick out what's more important than the other things, because we are yes people. We want to be doing everything all the time at 100% that, that, you know, at that high level of effectiveness and it, it just, we can't do it all. And so I feel the exact same way as we wrote this outline, I was typing notes and I'm like, okay, this just applies to me. Like I'll say this sentence, but then Whitney's like, Oh, nope, this is for me. <laughs> me too. So we hadn't, we hadn't really even discussed this. Like we haven't talked much the last two weeks. Life just been hectic. Crazy. And so we didn't even really discuss that we were feeling this, but I felt on a deep level that we should maybe chat more to the women this episode. I agree. Like we're talking for ourselves, but I know that there's someone out there listening more than one of you that will say, this is me word. So I'm not really struggling with the stage of life that I'm in right now, but this time of year, it's like in my mind, I have this idealistic picture of slow hanging out at home. It's winter. Jordan comes home early and we just live a very simple life in the month of February. And that's been anything but that. Right. I feel you. Other than the sickness when we were too much together for four days. And then it's like, give me out. (laughs) But it's just one of those things that I'm, I I shouldn't say I'm struggling with because it's not that big of an issue, but it is like the stage of life. It is this time of the year and I am just overwhelmed. Right. Or for me, it's more like, you know, you had said that you feel like you're, you should be moving at a high pace and like everything that you're doing. Mine is, I feel like I'm not doing enough, even though I know I am. You know how that goes. It's okay to yeah. not be okay. It's okay to talk about this. I know we're really positive people normally, but it's okay to not be okay. It, it is okay to like take time to not be okay, to like get your thoughts about yourself and to pick yourself back up. Because if you continue on that path of like, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. Eventually it all comes crashing down in a really big way. Yeah. You know how they say like fake it till you make it. That's not yeah. real. Like, don't fake it. If you really need to feel like you're feeling like dump, feel that way. But don't unpack and live there. Yes, yes. The underlying message of our entire podcast. (sighs) Yes, it is. So we just need to talk to ourselves and talk ourselves out of the funk that we're in. So that's what we're going to do. 
For sure. So for me, my biggest thing lately has been, and I am in no way down talking my husband at all. I would like to point that out. I'm very blessed and happy in our marriage, but it is very exhausting to me to want to go and do things and feel like I'm the only one that worries about where our kids go. Yeah. And I know that you feel that too. So like, for instance, a couple weeks ago, there was a farm bill meeting in another town and I really wanted to go but I couldn't find anywhere for my kids to go. So then I'm like, should I take the kids? And it's like, no, you can't take kids to a meeting like that because the reality of them being quiet and well-behaved is pretty slim chances. So then I basically had to tell myself no and stay back. And that sucks to have to tell yourself no. Yeah, it is the worst. I think there's a big struggle in my own mind, at least, Whitney and I are, and I think a lot of you that listen are in a, in a unique situation where you're farming partners with your, your family and your husband. And uh, Whitney and I is, is a bit unique because it is what we do. Like we don't work outside of the home. We don't really have another like side gig or, or much of that. This is what we pour ourselves into. And so we absolutely love being moms. That's like our number one best job ever. But in the same breath, we want to have maybe a creative outlet or we want to be that business partner that you can rely on. And when you have a sick kid or you have an area where kids aren't welcome, that person that takes care of the kids is, is us. And right. so, and we're the ones yeah. that lose the freedom. When it that. really is. It's, it's like a, I don't want to say it's a sentence because it's not, but when you have kids, you're making that choice of saying, okay, I'm going to put them before myself and it, it, it's fine. That's a reality, but it is also, it doesn't make it any easier. No, because then you have guilt from all angles. You're, you have farm wife guilt or farmer guilt because you really want to go to these things. And, and even if you did go, you'd have mom guilt because you're having to ask someone else to keep your kids for, or you're not there for whatever they need. Or when I sit at home at night with Jordan and if all four of us are in the room, my son especially says, mom, where's the whatever mom, when are we doing this mom? Jordan's sitting, he's sitting on Jordan's lap, the other parent, half of his genetics. It's just because we're the ones that are always there and we always, we don't ever, I don't know how to put this. I'm totally not putting down my husband, by the way. It's like, we're always the ones that take care of that stuff. So that's why they look to us. They know that that's how our lifestyle is. Yeah. And again, we're going to say it one more time. We're not talking bad about being moms because we know there are people out here there who can't have children or they don't have the lot, like the blessing of having kids that rely on you and don't have that opportunity to even stay home with them. And we're so thankful for that. It doesn't Just because we struggle doesn't mean we aren't grateful. Yeah. It doesn't negate the fact that it does get to be a lot at different times and, and that guilt, that feeling of guilt. So, okay, you're at home, you're with your kids all day and you want to go do something for yourself, even if it's just for an hour, to find childcare, to find the time and, and cook the meal or prepare their, their snacks or pack their bag. All of that is still a lot just to go have an hour by yourself when that whole hour you're constantly thinking, you know. Should I have really left? Yeah, should I have left? Was this worth it? Right. And I think the whole time it's with me, especially just like you're saying the hour, like I just put myself on the back burner because I think it's an, it's a pain in the butt to have to find someone to watch my kids. So then I just don't do it for myself. Well, and, and mine's my, my situation's a little bit more unique because I do go to work three days a week. So we do have a sitter, bless her heart. We love Rhonda. She comes and takes care of the kids. 
Um, but then that extra stuff that I would want to do for myself, whether it be like, I mean, we're talking anything from like getting my hair done or all the way to maybe going and speaking at something for, a, you know, agriculture or even farm related. It takes a lot of planning and then I have to start deciding, okay, well, I spent that time away at work because that's my job. That's my career. That's my choice that I go do every day. But now I want to choose to do a little bit of something for myself. So we, this applies to working moms too, because you, you, you send your kids to daycare or school, or you have a sitter, watch them. And then you want to do just a little bit of something for yourself. And there's instant guilt because you've already spent time away from them doing your job. Right. Not self-care, just what you have to do. Right. Just doing what you're doing to make a living. Oh, it is a guilty thing being a mama sometimes. Again, well, grateful. Like, yeah. Grateful. But like you said too, we had, um, I think it was last summer, the, um, we had a, a work meeting and all the plans were made. I mean, we're talking plans had been made for a month, a month, like that far out in advance. And um, the day before the event, Rhett got a fever, a, a horrible rash, and he started throwing up everywhere. Well, Jordan, Jerry, and Janet all went to their event that I was also supposed to go to, but I stayed home because that was where I needed to be at. And I remember crying almost. I mean, I had tears in my eyes. I didn't actually sob or anything, but I had tears in my eyes. Cause I'm like, this sucks so bad knowing that I would not want to be anywhere else, but holding red. But you had to be the one to say no and stay back. Yes. And I think that's what you sign up for when you have a kid. Yeah, it is. It doesn't make, it doesn't make it easy. So if you're out there listening and you have a kid and you love them to death, literally could squeeze the life out of them because you love them so much and you feel this way, we get it. Or just like me today, Bodhi had parent teacher conferences and they changed their PTCs as like, as you, like the kids are doing it. So like, I didn't even talk to the teacher. So I had to go to like, 10 stations and Bodhi like showed me what they were doing, counting shapes. And I just thought to myself, there's no way I can take two more kids in there, pay attention, ask Bodhi all these questions and still like do life in there. (laughs) And so like I, and I felt bad even asking my own husband, like, why is it like that? But he was on the dry spreader, like not in an ideal situation to have two extra kids, let alone a baby. And so I'm like, can you take Layton? And I didn't even ask about Rowdy until we got to the field. I'm like, can he go too? And he's like, what? I'm like, I know he'll just stay in his car seat. I just need like 40 minutes of just me and Bodie. Like I can't take him. Not to mention he's a little sick and Bodie's teacher is like really pregnant, like 37 weeks or something. I don't know. I didn't need to get her sick either. But I even felt guilt like asking Bart to keep them. I think it's something in our genetics. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with whether it's right or wrong or what, you know, what you feel like we're not downplaying any situation or overplaying any situation. It is like a mom genetic makeup. It's in our mind that, I don't know that we are, we know that we're the number one caretaker, right? Yes. Our partner is there helping all the time or when they can, but our kids, every kid essentially wants their mama when they're sick, when they need something. That's just how it is. I was the same way. Like all kids just want their mama. Like when Rowdy has been sick this last I want my mom when I'm sick. Me too. And so then like I wanted to get some extra sleep because I didn't sleep that night. And Bart graciously like didn't feel well himself, offered to keep Rowdy out in the living room. He just didn't want him. 
he finally came in and he's like, he does not want me. He just wants you. And so, yeah. This is hard. I know. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Just one of those things. And, it, and I, I think like it's something that you probably struggle with forever as a mom. Like it probably never goes away. Nope. It just changes. Your seasons just change. It gets easier when they get a little older, but then it also gets harder because more activities come in. Like in the same breath to kind of piggyback off the kid thing. Like I'm also definitely a 50% business partner in, in every way in this operation. So not just like, you know, I I didn't just sign on the dotted line and I get to go back to the kids. Like that's not how our operation works. And that's again, no knock. That's just, that's not how we work. We, like I do the book work. I just had taxes today, which was crazy busy. And I felt so much pressure. Cause I'm like, okay, we're going to go in here and he's going to tell me all of these things that I have wrong, which is my job. And, um, so I want to be like the best business partner I can be. And then I also want to be the very best mother. And there is a way that those fit together. There is it's um, tricky sometimes. And I'm just wading through the tricky parts. Yeah. Like a lot of times everything goes really smoothly and I work my three days a week and I get all my stuff done and I get to spend five days with the kids and we get to do all kinds of awesome stuff. It's those weeks that plans change. It's those weeks that we're sick. It's those weeks that we have extra unknown meetings that I don't know about that I have to work around the home schedule. That's when things get really busy and it gets overwhelming and I get very bogged down very easily. Right. And I'm the same way. So like, I've been completely fine. Like haven't struggled with this at all until all these women and ag conferences have happened this last month and I haven't been able to go to any of them. And so that's been bugging me because I, I don't know, I just feel so guilty asking my family to watch our kids when, when that's my job, you know, I'm a stay at home mom. I shouldn't. Yeah. I'm, so if you're I'm, stay at home mom and you feel that, I feel you. If you're a working mom and you feel that, I feel you on another level. Yeah. Yep. I remember having postpartum depression. We've talked about this before. I didn't actually have PPD, but I had like the baby blues or whatever, just like a touch of them. And I remember like six weeks in Jordan was in the field and I remember crying to myself thinking you are a failure of a mother because you don't have any other job. You're not really going to work much. You don't have a whole lot to do there. And you cannot literally make it through 24 hours with your own kid without crying and like not, you know, I mean, he wouldn't sleep at night. He wasn't napping during the day. So I wasn't sleeping. And if you've ever been there, having no sleep has got to be like the worst punishment ever. It is. It's the worst. No amount Um, of coffee can fix it either. But I remember telling myself, like, you're not a good mom because like you, like you have no other job besides taking care of this child. You have no other responsibilities. We can have frozen pizza every night. We can have cereal. Like wifing was not my job at that point. Cause Jordan was in the field. So it didn't matter. Right. Why can I not? I hated asking for help because I should have been able to take care of it. But it's okay to ask for help. It is like, I remember now I look but back it is my hard life. to do it. Kylie, what were you doing to yourself? Like you made it so much harder on yourself. If I could just smack myself back then I would. And I, and I almost want to smack myself sometimes now because I'm like, grow up and ask for help. Me too. Or or say no. Yep. Learning to say no is hard or learning or learning when you should say no. Yeah. Yep. It is definitely a like a paradigm that we, I don't know how that we'll ever know exactly how to manage. Like, I think it will always present new obstacles every season of life. Yep. We'll always yearn to want more and 
have to probably say no a lot more as well. Uh, what else, Whit? Well, I think a big part of something that people should understand is wherever you're at in your current current season, you're doing all you can with what you got and you're doing the best you can. Yeah. So if, that, if that means you're staying back when you should be going or want to be going, you're doing a good deed by your family and you're doing a good deed by your home. And if you're going when you think you should be staying, you're going and getting knowledge or you're going and making money, you're doing good things. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's just one of those things that you have to uh, overcome those mean thoughts in your own head. Yeah, my, my mean girl's name is Brenda <laughs> in my brain. My mean girl is named Kylie. Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Mine is Brenda and she's a bee. I was at my aunt's bachelorette party this weekend in Kansas City with my cousins. And she looked at me and she said, you can turn your judgy eyes off. I'm like, I do have judgy eyes, don't I? Like, I don't know what I was looking at. It was nothing like, nothing relative to anyone. It was like a situation that was out of control, I think. And I was like, just staring. And she's like, I can tell you're judging them. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just look away. Let me blink a couple times. Get that going. Kylie. Oh, that's okay. Um, I, I don't know. I just think that there is, there's, you know, guilt is one of those emotions that we cannot really get a grasp on all the time. Because if you're doing one thing, you're guilty about something else. And if you're doing that something else, you're guilty about the one thing you weren't guilty about before. So it's just one of those constant battles. It is. So I have to say this because I thought this was really good. Amanda Radke had this quote and she said, when I give speeches, women will always ask, who is watching your kids while you're on the road? I know it's just a conversation starter, but I always think to myself, well, they have a dad. If the roles were reversed, would you ask him who is watching the kids? Oh my gosh. How I true. love that. Is that not the, like, <laughs> I, when I read that, I'm like, this is my soul. <laughs> Someone asked me this weekend at this bachelorette party, they said, well, who's taking care of the kids? And sometimes if Jordan's busy or something, it, it is always someone else, right? Like right. it's mom or grandma or, or some, it's someone else. So they asked me that and I said, oh, Jordan is. And they go, oh, how's that getting along? And I'm like, well, well fine. fine. I don't, they're fine. Like he's their father. He loves spending time with them, especially because right. he doesn't get to, he, he's, he doesn't get to because of farming as much as he wants to, right. they're fine. And Bart's the same way. Like he can help. He absolutely will. But I mean, let's just be real. Sometimes the things they're doing, like if he's spraying, I do not ask him to keep our kids. That is dangerous. And there's yeah. no need for our kids to, you know, he's in and out of the sprayer. And I just, so today I was even the same way because it was fertilizer and a tight space and he's in and out a lot. But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. He helps a lot and he helps when he can, but we just have a lifestyle where eight months out of the year, they can't. Yeah. Which makes the time that they can, like, okay, like, you'll be fine. I said, even if they eat peanut butter and jelly all weekend, which they didn't, Jordan cooked them a grilled, like, a T-bone steak for heaven's sake. It, they ate all their food. They took a nap. It, it was like all of 24 hours. That I was yeah. And they probably did way better than they normally do with you. <laughs> they were, they were probably, Jordan said, I don't think either one of them fussed or whined or like, you know, got angry at all. I'm like, well, when I got home, Rhett basically told me that I could leave. So I'm sure you had a better time than me. They always say, like, isn't there a saying that they always say that kids are always better when they're away from their mothers? 
That's the truth. Dang, that's the truth. It is. It is. But we we know that we're important to our operations no matter what we're doing. And you guys are too, no matter where you're at. I know we preach it all the time. Let whatever you do be enough. And I'm pretty much preaching to myself and you. So yeah. I mean, we're talking to ourselves right now. This is we're gonna listen to this once it's published, just because we need it. Like okay. that's how important this is to us right now. That's how relevant it is in our lives. Right. We have nothing to complain about because our complaints are very small. Things we're could healthy. always be worse. Yep. We're healthy. We're happy. We're, we're blessed. Yeah. I mean, we're just we're just struggling a little. Tired, right? Okay. I mean, to not be okay, as I say again. Yeah, you are enough, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Also, it's been kind of cloudy and cold here for a really long time. So we are we always welcome the sunshine because it is a total mood lifter and game changer. So we're asking for the sunshine. I need spring to get here. Yep. I said I was going to embrace winter and I've tried and it ain't working. Well, and we're still pretty wet here. Like the, the rain could just tone it down a bit. Send it our way, but I need things. Oh, up. gladly, gladly share. I need green grass. And I know that in like two months we're going to podcast and I'm going to, you know, be about having to mow so much, but I need some green grass in my life. Right. We think we, we think we don't have time to record the podcast now because life is busy. We'll end up having to mow and be like, I got to mow twice a week. So we got to fit this. <laughs> I mean, it will be. I'll catch you off. I'll catch you off the mower girl. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's end it. Let's be done with this for today. We need to be happy. Yes, I agree. But shameless plug, since I couldn't go into uh, any of the women in ag events, I started my own. What, what? So it's going to be May 30th and 31st. If you guys want more information, message me. Yep, it's going to be the, the group of women that is going to this and, and speaking at it, not just, not just going, like the group of women going is going to end up being epic. The people that are just speaking at it is people that I admire, women that I look up to on social media. Me too. Um, I'm like nervous to talk after one of them. I'm going to have to line myself up. Just put me in the morning. Just put me first thing yeah. um, and then I'll be like deuces. Like, so I'm going to say them by their them. handle because I know that's how everyone probably knows them. Yeah, definitely. We got Heart of the Bison, Jesse Norman, This Farm Wife, The Grateful Farm Wife. What? Addie Yoder, Brandy Buzzard, Katie Dowson, uh, Natalie Koverick with Ranch Wife Beef, Grace Hammer, and myself, Farm Wife Guru. It'll be, it'll, it's going to be so fun. So we have World Pork We're not going to have enough time to enjoy no. it. It'll be busy and we'll probably all talk to I mean, we'll just talk till our faces are blue because it's like that community is so strong out on Instagram. I just, I can't wait for everyone to like meld in person. Me neither. I'm so excited. Patting myself check, on the back. Yeah. I'm so proud of you T check that out. Check the entry fee out. It's like 110 bucks. You get fed twice. You get a little like grab bag and you get to meet all of us. Duh. And a dairy tour. Oh, everybody. The grateful farm husband is in the house. Oh, what, what? Jordan, would there you like is. <laughs> it's Jordan. We're talking about mom guilt. Do you have anything to add? No, absolutely not. That's right, because <laughs> you're not a mom. <laughs> and you don't I have no guilt. <laughs> you survived the weekend by yourself, though, right? I mean, I did. Yep. I did very good, actually. Good job. I fed probably. and clothed the kids. Watched Frozen 2 three times, maybe, yeah. probably. I mean, you are their dad, so good job. Thank you. Not really sure. <laughs> it's called babysitting. 
Oh, no. oh. okay, Bart. Let's We're reiterating started. the whole podcast topic. <laughs> All right. So let's end it with a quote. You got it. Okay. Women are waiting for someone to come to tell them and say, hey, we need you. Don't wait to be asked. From Farm Her? Yeah. You know Farm Her? Yeah. I mean, duh. Who doesn't know Farm Her? If you don't know Farm Her, you need to check her out. Yeah. Go follow. Hey. All right. Well, that's all I got. Yep. Be grateful, friends, even though you're drowning. <laughs> Be happy and we will talk to you again soon. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.